Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your SmackDown post show for October 20th. We are full-on in spooky season, man. We are headed to Halloween. We got Halloween Havoc on the horizon. Then we've got so much more around the Bend for November Survivor Series and Crown Jewel in full gear. Oh my, a lot of fun wrestling to be had. Tomorrow we have Bound for Glory and AEW Collision, so six hours of wrestling for you on the weekend. What more could wrestling fans ask for? But we're not here to talk about that tonight. We're here to talk some SmackDown. Yeah. And man, Alex and I were just talking about it. You see improvements as soon as Vince McMahon is out of power, man. Like, it's amazing how quickly that happens. Sorry, my hair's a big old mess. I'm kind of sad. I miss the days of over-the-top characters and people singing and dancing in the ring. And I Those don't. days are over, friends. <laughs> well, we'll still have some over-the-top characters. We did get an awesome, pretty deadly vignette of them at the spa today. Wrestling will never escape that, but we do have a lot more good stuff happening. I'm joined by Alex Cardoza, as always, and you wonderful people in the chat who will ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind. Helps people find us in the algorithm. If you would, subscribe to Fightful Select at FightfulSelect.com. Man, tomorrow we have Battle of the Belts, too, and I think I might hop on with Alex Pulaski and complain about the fact that we're getting Eddie Kingston and Jeff Jarrett because I can't tell you how much I don't care about that. And how it infuriates me. So I might go on there and I may gripe. I'm going to complain about it on the internet. Don't do that. It's happening. I'm going to warn you right now. Do not talk about anything on the internet. I I will because I get paid too. But we'll also ask you to get in your super chats and humper chats about tonight's episode of SmackDown. Or anything else that you would like to talk about. What if Jeff Jerry just doesn't win every belt? Like, what if he does win every belt? I should say, sorry, I misspoke there. Why don't why don't we just put a couple belts on him and then that'll be his retirement tour? Just for you, Kate. It's been really nice having Alex as a part of the show for the past year, Jane. And 2024 starts new. (laughs) (laughs) But overall, 
let's dive into SmackDown. I'm sure we'll get our little Rampage updates from Luis that he always gives us because he's the best. Oh, my gosh. The greatest. It appears we might have a run-in from Sean Ross. Wait a second. My didn't even Didn't even turn on my light. I was in the shower. Whoa, easy. Less, than, a PG less show. than 10 minutes ago. My God, committed to the game. But you know what? I was like, you know, I've got some backstage news that is associated with this show. You can take this frame off anytime you want. <laughs> I thought it you might like do that. that since you're Whoa, Mr. Running all of a sudden. What, what are we doing here? Is what this circa 2021? I feel like oh we just went God. back in time. There we go. We got these neat little underlays now that allow us to do really anything that we want uh, by, by the way these. But yeah, SmackDown tonight, um, I, I'm glad that, especially with the Raw viewership as low as it's been, they're not punting on Fridays, no pun intended, anything like that. But uh, Bianca Belair came back. We had a lot of people from the get-go asking, like, oh, how long is Bianca going to be out? Uh, the plan was always just a few weeks to a couple of months. There wasn't really anything uh, planned, extended beyond that. We're really, really glad to see her back, obviously. Um, John Cena, he is scheduled for next week's SmackDown. That's going to be on FS1, but that's a double taping. So as a result of that, he will also be on the following week's SmackDown. But beyond that, I don't know that he has anything especially advertised after that. I'm going to work, find out a little bit more on that one as well. And Logan Paul, it worked out really, really well for them because... WWE, Logan Paul, everybody associated with his fight last weekend with Dylan Dennis, they mm. knew he was going to beat the living crap out of Dylan Dennis. He had no chance. So it was already planned in the works. Yeah, he's going to utilize this time afterwards to call out Rey Mysterio. His travel was already booked. Uh, they had Rey Mysterio uh, promote this an awful lot on, on TV throughout the last week, too. So that was a big priority for them as well. Uh, Nick Aldis, last week, I said I was going to find out if he would continue to do producing work. He is still doing producing work. He produced a, sh a match on main event uh, last week, and he produced the uh, dark match tonight. So he is still working as a producer. There had been some times in the past where MVP got brought in as a producer, and then later on, he would uh, become just an on-screen talent. As of now, Nick Aldis is still uh, is still doing producing work. We also had a story on Fightful Select this week about how things have changed, or maybe not, with the Roman Reigns bloodline thing. Because anytime there's a shift in creative, and we have reported extensively on FightfulSelect.com about the adjustments in creative, you wonder, well, how will that affect things? Not only is, is uh, Michael Hayes still producing the bloodline related stuff. He's producing a lot of stuff on raw that is even bloodline contingent. Like if it's Sami Zayn and Jay Uso or Sami Zayn and Jimmy Uso, something like that. Michael Hayes usually has a hand in that as well. That is a, a very specific thing that, that has been the case for well over a couple of years now. Like he has had a major hand in uh, doing all that as well. But, uh, I'm going to work to find out a little bit more about John Cena and whether or not he's even going to be, if he's going to be around next month because they've got the the actor strike still going on right now. And 
to my understanding, WDB believes that they can kind of just keep him around throughout that. And then whenever that's up, he'll he'll be gone. But they had no concerns he would make his advertised dates or anything like that because he's just he's a man of his word. Sure. And I can't imagine whoever he's working for might not also see the value in hey, our projects might get a ton of exposure as well if John Cena is in front of this audience, especially on Fox. That's an even bigger audience than Raw, right? So some good stuff happening there. Any word on what Bianca's absence was? Was it just well-deserved time off from her working her butt off for well over a year with her title? <laughs> now that I don't know. What I can speculate at least a couple of things. Well, I don't have to speculate it. She did do a trade show for WWE and Slim Jim uh, a week or two ago with LA Knight in Atlanta. Uh, however, they had long been touting this television show that she was supposed to be working on with Montez for Peacock. So I, I don't know if that had anything necessarily to do with it. But, I mean, that that's one that I look at and I'm like, okay, well, that would make a lot of sense if she wanted a little bit of time off for that. But, you know, Montez didn't take any time off. So, sure. um I don't know. I, I hadn't heard that it was injury related or anything like that because they said that she could have been back in a matter of weeks even. Gotcha. Guys, get in your super chats and humper chats while Sean is around if you have any questions. Uh, I will also go ahead and put over FightfulSelect.com. Uh, as we do here, Sean has a great Q&A. So if you're watching this after the fact, you can always get in on that text Q&A on FightfulSelect.com as well. He always works to find out answers to what he can if he doesn't already know them. So Get in your questions over there. You also get a lot of bonus content in addition to the best scoops in the game. Get me and Alex Pulaski behind the paywall. I'm sure we'll be talking a little bit of collision tomorrow, chopping it up back there on uh, what I'm I'm just so excited about this Jeff Jarrett, Eddie Kingston program. But so much going on tomorrow with the Bound for Glory post show as well. We've got a lot of wrestling coming down the pike. Um, but any questions you have for Sean, let us know. Let us know. TK asks if Kyra will be working Survivor Series. I haven't heard an update on that. I mean, obviously she's expected to come in, but I haven't heard anything specifically about Survivor Series, unfortunately. Uh, it's been sort of a crapshoot as to when these people will actually show up. Carlito was under contract for a very long time before he got to show up. Nia Jax even said they were talking about like SummerSlam for her to come back. And then she came back when she did. Authors of Pain have just been around like maybe signed for like forever. And uh, yeah, they're going to have like Stewie Griffin ask people coming after their money whenever they show up on TV. I, I feel like Naya might be one of them. Naya yeah. might be taking a lead pipe to their, to their legs. If they show up <laughs> on raw being like, give me my money for that NFT stuff. Y'all did. Like, I believe uh, Kyrie had some dates to finish up too, which are now done. So I think it's, more imminent than maybe it was before where I, I think she had some, some stardom stuff. Too. So you're going to tell me AOP owed Kyrie money too. Yeah, AOP owes <laughs> Kyrie God. money. Watch out for that flying elbow, man. It's not good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, guys, uh, I want to thank you all so much. Oh, well, here we go. Jasmine says they're teasing brand versus brand now for Survivor Series. Is it possible Bianca versus Rhea in some kind of way? It's possible. It's absolutely possible, but I think they save that for a WrestleMania. I think, mm. I think very clearly. I mean, a, a few years ago, the two self-made WrestleMania main events that they even had were Shield Triple Threat and Horsewoman sure. Four Way, and they didn't do either one of them. Right now, they very clearly have Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley 
and Bianca Belair and uh, Rhea Ripley left. And that's after the, you know, they've done Bianca against Becky in the past too. So those are two that are very, very clear. Um, Apex says, Sean, who would you want Punk to face first if he returns? Oh, Seth Rollins. You got to play off that, that interview that he did like nine months ago where Rollins was not working, but he was doing it in such a way in which he could, they could play it off. They could, they could legitimately show that on television. It's all about long-term booking. Yeah. But (laughs) I I can tell you that that was sincere. It was sincere. How would you guys fantasy book Kyrie heel or face? Kyrie is very, very likable, but Kate, Mm -hmm. what's what's your vision for her coming back? We've kind of seen her do the baby face thing in WWE. We have, I would not mind seeing her baby face with Asuka in a tag team. Like I, I'm excited about the progress we've seen with the tag team division. It seems like we're seeing it show up across all three brands, which is great, but I would love to see Kyrie and Asuka together. Um, I, she just reads as a face to me also just with her move set. Like it, it, she's very likable. Um, and the way that she kind of delivers things, I, I feel like leans itself to, to being a face, but I think you can put her in a, a few different situations that would work, but I just want to see this tag team division continue to build because we haven't seen that in America. Like we have not seen an, a, a well booked women's tag team division in America. Even the impact one kind of struggles from time to time. So because she's so current versatile, champions haven't defended. Sorry to interrupt. The current champions haven't defended. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, they pulled them from NXT to not do anything with them. So I'm hoping that gets kind of reinvigorated under Triple H as well. But I, because she can do so much, I think putting her in an interesting tag team would be a good place for her to go. We've got, actually, we read that one. Meet Normus says, haven't watched <laughs> any wrestling yet, but wanted to show some love to Fightful. Meet forever. Thank Indeed. you. Meet. I don't even need meat anymore. Meat and I still appreciate you. Have you heard um life. and this might have been on Fightful Select and I might have missed it, but did you have you heard anything on the backstage morale about Triple H being back in power? Is there any Yeah, uh, we we did have an update on on that. Um yeah, it's very positive. It is very, very positive. So the thing with Vince is Vince didn't directly interact with the creative team, either short-term, long-term, or the the team in general. But what would happen, and even I had people on the team that were like, yeah, his changes were minimal, and then they would kind of go back and be like, well, I'm saying minimal compared to what it used to Mm. be. And the way that I always said is that he Tasmanian deviled that Raw After Mania script and made one of the worst ever. Like to the point to where people like were just like, eh, Jesus Christ. But people agreed can, with me and Alex Pulaski. That's how bad that was. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, and you look at the way that the show has changed in the last three weeks. What does it say that the very first week, the very first week I had. Okay, I wouldn't say that I didn't have any insight to it because I asked while I was on the air and got sort of a, you're not wrong. But the very first week that he wasn't changing creative, out loud, me and Denise were discussing, man, this really felt like a Triple H show. That's how stark the difference is. When 17 women are getting their faces shown on the screen, which I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're standing around. Guess what that's better than? them not being on the show sure and then it's like 
oh, Bronson Reed's winning a bunch of matches and they're setting up a, a heel versus heel title match. Okay, that makes sense. Cameron Gargano's back. back. Cameron Grimes <laughs> is on the show. Uh, you've got Johnny Gargano coming back. Like all these aren't accidents. And a higher up flat out told me it's too much to be a coincidence. It is far too much to be a coincidence. And the, uh, I will never forget being in St. Louis for the Royal Rumble. There are a few times I, I, I'll, I can share with you all about probably four or five different times that WWE did something so dumb or bad that it got me a bunch of sources. <laughs> one was the fiend Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. That one had... I'll mention in the chat who it was messaging me at three in the morning after that. And it made me go, well, I guess I'm up till four or five in the morning because you don't <laughs> say no to this person. Correct. Right. You don't say no. Correct. To that no, that is someone that you talk to. Correct. There is, <laughs> there is a situation. It was around the pandemic when they brought a bunch of people in the performance center. And they said, stop talking to the dirt sheets. By the way, you're responsible for all your own medical during all the COVID stuff. Oh, yeah. And they're like, independent contractors here. You want to tell us who we can and can't talk to and then remind us that we're taking mm -hmm. care of ourselves. I developed a bunch of sources there. And then the Royal Rumble. Oh, boy. The Royal Rumble 2022. I believe the sign caught on fire at one point. Or yeah. twice. Not one point. Twice points. It was the most creatively bankrupt I have, have seen WWE. And that's saying something because I covered summer 2019 through early oh, 2020 geez. world title program, which is one of the dumbest periods I've seen. So at that, at least at that point, there were some people within WWE that are like, hmm. Maybe this will change. Maybe this will adjust. If you remember, they had the carousel of Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff and Bruce Pritchard and all these people and Vince swearing up and down he wouldn't be in the weeds and yada, yada, yada. Well, guess what? He's always in the weeds because if you claim to not be in the weeds, like he said earlier this year, but all these people, dozens of people can't get on the show, you are in the weeds. And one person on the creative team said, well, I guess he isn't in the weeds. He just showed up, sprayed Roundup on it, watched them die, Jeez. and came to check on them every so often. <laughs> I was like, damn. Y'all have a way with words. So compared to a year and or almost two years ago, the morale is just on a completely different level because in early 2022, I have never seen it worse. Now, granted... Cody signing and then people seeing how Cody was booked did cause it to rebound a little bit. It did help a little bit, but even then it rebounded immensely when triple H got back into power or got into power. And now it's, it's rebounded a lot more. Sure. Sorry it feels fresh. Answer. I'm not going to lie to no, you. It just feels, okay. you know, feels new because none of these ideas and none of these people have had gotten a chance. And here we go. Yeah, we're out of rematch central, which was something we were thinking yes, a lot. On we, yeah. yeah, we and, were doing rematches. Then, yeah, even the one rematch that happens over and over again, Nakamura and Ricochet, they had their best match on yes. Monday. Yeah, <laughs> and that there was a story yeah. for it. Yeah, so. and and it's it's two guys, especially Ricochet, who's doing what he does. That's the reason you signed him for stuff like what he did on Monday. Right. 
Will Chisholm says, I would bring Kyrie back to fit with Asuka to face EO. And WWE can play off of her and EO's history in NXT. And Bailey was the one who took out Kyrie when she left WWE. Um, I, I do agree with Kate. I would like to see some juice added to that tag team division yeah. because it really, really needs it. You can make those mean something. All you have to do is tell us that they mean something and, and show us why they mean something. And I think that is very, very important. And Will follows up by saying, NXT got five women's matches. NXT's about to become wow women, the wrestling. Listen, man. <laughs> no, listen. I, even NXT 2.0 acting wasn't as bad as wow women of wrestling acting. <laughs> we watched a full episode of wow because we watched the wrestlers and we saw Hollywood Haley J. We're like, let's see how she does on wow. She and her mom blew everybody out of the water on that show. Like it was, whew. But yes, I see what you mean. It, Shawn Michaels books women really well and says, as a guy who's got a four-year-old daughter, she noticed all the women's matches. Kate, uh, as a woman, shocker, um, <laughs> what does, I mean, I know that you often bury NXT, but I mean, like you at least see the effort of representation there on that show. Oh gosh, yeah, we we talk about that piece of it all the time, but like whilst we don't like creative, the screen time for women on NXT is always fantastic. And there's been some positive uptick in NXT, honestly, as well, with the Heritage Cup coming in and some more cohesive things happening. So um, as sour as we are, one thing that is always great is seeing the women get highlighted week over week. And what's incredible there is they don't have the tag titles anymore and there isn't a secondary women's title. And while those are things I would love, usually those are things I'm fighting for so that they can get more screen time. Here you usually have three programs or so that are running completely independent of the title picture. And they do a really good job with that. So it's very refreshing to see your four-year-old daughter is not the only one that's noticed. A 36-year-old daughter of someone also has noticed as well. So it's, it is very refreshing to see. Good stuff in women's wrestling lately. Hell yeah. Guys, get in your uh, Super Chats, Humper Chats. I am about to wrap up. But Kronos, thank you so much for sending this very generous one. It says, y'all think Killer Cross or Karrion Cross is getting another push? He hasn't been impressive to me because in Impact, he was okay. NXT, he was pushed hard. And his first run was a dud due to you know what. Uh, mm. The second he came back, same reaction, how I feel about him. I think they need to utilize him to his strengths instead of just being like spooky-ish, spooky-esque. Like, listen, I find the ways that he gets over. One, being very physical in the ring. Go back and look at his Davey Boy Smith Jr. match at Bloodsport. It was phenomenal. This is a guy who would have been a successful professional heavyweight MMA fighter. And he said, I'd rather wrestle while training. Yeah. MMA. Lean into that, lean into some of those, those realistic things. I mean, he's very clearly committed to what he does. Bald men everywhere were betrayed when he grew his hair out because he was so committed to his thing. Now him and I, Cena with hair is just a weird time. I it's know. A weird time. I, I know a lot of people like try to do the what Stone Cold Steve Austin was originally going to be, which is the ruthless killer thing. We've seen it with like Loomis and and uh, even when he was Sam Shaw and Impact, but Cross as well. But I feel like Cross is like that one little thing away from clicking in the right ways. It's just a matter of doing it because online perception means very very little when it comes to wwe that much i i assure you but oh man thank you guys so much for letting me pop on all the time I, i'm working fridays here and there 
I know. Look at you. Look at you. Hey, what's on your shirt? I've been trying to uh, read the logo all day. It's it's Nike, but they don't sponsor us. So, oh, <laughs> well, forget them unless you would like to email me at kate at fightful.com. So can Ooh, the rest of you. I'm trying to reel in a big <laughs> one next week, Kate. Oh, really? All right. Yep. <laughs> I me, me and Kyler double teamed an engagement tweet today and I sent it to him and I said, eh, 400,000 views. It's awful nice, huh? Not and bad. He said, he said, yeah, let's get on a call Thursday. So, Very nice. Hopefully. Hopefully. Mm. Hopefully we're we're talking to Bet Online AG. Oh, Tweet that them. Nice. Tell them you like us. Call me crazy says they keep booking cross like he's the Miz, which makes the big man look weak. Yeah, you uh, people his size that adore wrestling do not grow on trees. So I would I would find <laughs> Yeah, I just need him and Scarlett to operate in the same world. Like it's never felt like they were in the the same picture a little bit. She's a spooky witch. And he's like yeah. a motorcycle badass guy. Like they're just not cohesive. So I would like to see them on the same page and see what happens then. You're right. You're right. Uh, guys, thank you all so much. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, brother. Always a good time when Sean stops by and eats up our minutes, but that's okay. No, we appreciate it. He's here to answer your questions. Um, always a nice when he comes back to his old Friday post, but we are going to continue and dive into SmackDown. Feel free to get in your super chats and humper chats that aren't Q&A for Sean. If you anything you want to talk about on the show, we got Will chiming back in saying it's crazy. How soon as Vince got cut, we saw 16 women on Raw. Um, this past Raw had 17. It's so clear Vince didn't care, but we already knew that he doesn't like his own kids. Um, it is incredible. Not only did we see like an uptick, we saw a leap right into yeah. a completely different and refreshed program for Rhea Ripley. I, I mean, literally every healthy woman that was available on Raw got used. And um, Nikki Cross got used on main event in that first week. And then all of them got used in the second week, which is just incredible. And you also have three hours. So there's no excuse not to use True. more of them than were being used. So this is a really healthy direction, it feels like, for the product. It definitely is for women's wrestling. We're seeing it in AEW, too, right? We're seeing Sheeta oh, yeah. and Emmy put on awesome stuff. Chris yeah. having a great title reign. Athena having a great title reign. So women's wrestling on fire. Bailey got a win. We got a great women's match tonight in our main event. But let's talk about all of it. We start with a Paul Heyman and LA Knight exchange. As reported by FightfulSelect.com, if you like those rundowns. But Heyman introduces himself and says he's got big shoes to fill as the bloodline this week uh, and notes about Jimmy taking Roman's advice to cost Jay and Cody the tech. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step -step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com.
dot com slash fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything and you won't believe how simple it is. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Titles. He says that despite being a New Yorker in Texas, they are all fans of Night, but on November 4th, it'll be the last time that he competes in a ring in LA Night's music hits. Comes down. Grabs the mic from Heyman and tells uh, <laughs> tells him if he wants to make noise, then he should go ahead because that's all he's been doing, which I thought was a cute line here. He asks where Roman Reigns is, which is always a good question since he's rarely around, but says that Reigns should be scared because he will take the titles off of him as fast as he's risen in WWE. I loved that because we see so much from him in the charismatic, trash-talking kind of stuff. The more like pointed threat to the title line, I thought landed really nice because it's like, hey, I can come out here and call people crotch goblins as did a few weeks ago. But like at the end of the day, he's coming for that title and he is kind of the fastest rising star in WWE right now, which is awesome. And he tells Heyman that there's going to be a contract signing for the crown jewel match next week. So a strong opening segment here. Um, you know, it's, it's good to see LA Knight getting the shot because I do think it will elevate his status. I don't think he has a chance in hell of winning, but I do think it's good that we're seeing a sustained push for this guy who we've been asking for for a really long time, Alex. Yeah, I let me tell you something. He, I've been watching a lot of his old uh, Impact stuff, just kind of going back and kind of like Eli Drake stuff. Yeah, yeah. And do you think um, he needs to bring the dummy button back? <laughs> I, obviously Dougie. that would yeah. that would be pretty funny if he just at least references it and has it around him once just kind of like you know as in uh giving it some love but he's just he's really been someone who's grown on me someone who I when he first started coming in I I was like god is is he just too much a little too much over the top trying to be like this this character uh this mix like we everyone's calling him a mix of the rock and stone cold right and damn he he proved me wrong it's exactly what the crowd wanted it's exactly what people wanted um this segment overall to me um did not feel overused because we know that a lot of opening segments for smackdown is stuff that's just been done and done and done and done and then they do it on on raw as well um and i just i don't know man i just feel like if you don't put the strap on this guy, where does he go? You know what I'm saying? Like, how much do we protect the Roman Reigns? I know everyone wants the Cody story, but now you have this B story with LA Knight. Is it really a B story or is it a further down the line story, like a CD, you know, and so on kind of story? And I, I, that's where I kind of feel like I, I feel blurred. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I think there's a really good opportunity for him to be a mid-card title holder in the right. Rumble to Mania stretch. Sure. 
I think he's more than capable of being a world title holder. I don't think he's the guy that Roman Reigns drops to just because right. there's multiple other stories as an option. And I don't know if he, I hate saying stuff like this because people always interpret it as like, doesn't deserve to, but I don't know if he needs to be like the type right. of us champion. He could be, I think could be really fun. What I would do is have Escobar take it off of Ray. And then I would have LA Knight take it off of Escobar sometime in that season. So mm-hmm. I would have Escobar turn heel on Rey Mysterio. You have a face LA Knight feuding with him for that title somewhere in the rumble to, to mania stretch, maybe at mania. I've got no problem with LA Knight versus Santos Escobar at WrestleMania for that title. Um, if they make the terrible decision to have Logan Paul win it. I also no. think LA Knight versus Logan Paul is not a bad call though. Like LA Knight could talk a lot of crap on Logan Paul. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that would be a pretty good. Would be good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. That would be something that the people would want. They don't like uh, Logan. I mean, like someone like me, I like don't like. Yeah, him he's like he's him. working you know heel, raise yeah, his yeah, face yeah. as you get. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. So some good stuff in our opening promo. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes because this is the most sustained we've seen for LA Knight, right? Like he's yeah. been over. He was kind of getting 50-50. He wasn't really hanging out near a title picture anywhere, but it is funny to see like now there's a new chess master at hand, right? Mm. Um, so we got a chat from Call Me Crazy. Thank you so much for this chat saying, yes, how do you, you think the IWC and WWE fans would react if LA Knight does beat Roman? Cody doesn't need to beat Roman specifically for the WWE championship. Um, I think there is a segment that would go absolutely insane. And I think there is a segment that would be like, you gotta be kidding me. Um, Because I don't think there's any way Roman doesn't drop at WrestleMania. And if you betray the Cody story and the story of the rock, it does feel tough. I actually almost think opposite of your last sentence. I thought for the, the first time with Cody, he didn't need to beat Roman. He just needed to beat somebody. Now it feels personal to Cody. And I yeah. think LA Knight, you could just pop the title on if you want a transitional champion at any point. I also think you could get LA Knight going after Seth's title at some point. He could be Damian Priest for that. So um out of all the talk that they've done about this big trade, this big trade, everybody sure just shows up wherever the hell they want. It seems so. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. there hasn't been any real, like, solid lines being drawn. Maybe after Survivor Series, who knows? Maybe. We do have these authority figures now, and that sure. is making things more clear and interesting, which is refreshing. Yeah. So we'll move along into our first match of the night, which is Montez Ford with Bobby Lashley and Dawkins in his corner, and Santos Escobar with the LWO. Really, really fun match. Sure. Really fun match. Like, these two are just two of the best going right now. I love how much Montez has adapted his skill set in the ring to fit into this heelish persona. We all know about the high-flying stuff. We all know how ridiculous his frog splash is. Seeing this more aggressive side of him under this creative is something that's legitimately a standout transition for him, and I absolutely love it. Santos Escobar is just... Everything he does is great. Like, I don't know what to say other than that. I feel like every time I come on here and talk about Santos Escobar, I'm like, he just rules. I don't know what to tell you, but it's true. Like, the way he moves in the ring, 
um, from a physical standpoint and a character standpoint, everything feels so intentional and so smooth. And he's just so effortless, he's so effortlessly cool. Um, absolutely love what we got out of this today. But we got Wild and Del Toro going after Dawkins at the end of this and Esc uh, Santos Escobar leveling him. Meanwhile, we get uh, Montez sliding back in the ring. Or I'm sorry, we get Santos sliding back in the ring and Ford rolling him up for the win at the finish here. Really fun match. Uh, this, my only kind of complaint since we've pivoted to the Triple H realm on SmackDown is one, we get like a lot of talking. We got some really good in ring tonight, including this, mm -hmm. but it is a little bit more talking. I'm okay with that because it makes Raw and SmackDown feel different. Like Raw mm -hmm. has extensive matches. Um, and it's kind of more the workhorse feeling brand. And I think it's good to have differentiation between your brands. But the other thing is we get a lot of interference. We got it a lot tonight. This was one of those instances. Makes sense because you have stables, but it, it's a little overkill on the interference for me, Alex. Yeah, the... I don't know how do you... And it happened a couple times during the night. I I'm and, and it happens a lot in AEW. Um, I would like for these for the matches that have like these the like the LWO right um, and any um, anyone that has big factions they should like they need to make things these matches feel a little special for the one on one type of feel just for the wrestlers in the ring themselves. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, because it's just it, it gets overused it gets boring and i was talking about earlier about cracks in in these shows that we are seeing like smackdown to me was really good but i found a couple flaws and a couple cracks and that was you know one of them you know what i'm saying i think this montez ford santos escobar match though was insane yeah. um like you mentioned escobar effortlessly gets into the ring and just does everything beautifully it's like art for him and that's the luchador in him you know what i'm saying the luchador in him is just so damn smooth and we've been talking praise on escobar for months on this show guys like you know we love this guy little little thing here um and we'll probably talk about this as well you know when when uh ray goes up but there was there was a look in escobar's eye man there was a look in Escobar's eyes. And as of late, even his body language is a little bit different. I might be reading this differently because I want him to be this certain person really badly. But God, it's starting to show a little bit, you know? I, I, I sure. hope it starts turning that way. Even his his in-ring style, his fighting is pretty freaking like um, it's getting a little bit more aggressive, which is great. And I could I just little things here and there that I'm noticing. I hope that it's a heel turn too. I, you I said love... the H word. I wasn't going to say I it. I did say did. the oh H my word. God, ladies the and gentlemen. H word. Uh, but I. Uh... single H word. <laughs> I agree with you. This is one of those things because we do get a post fetch beat out anyway. And I feel like there's. Right. A, this is a thing where a clean loss would have meant a yes. lot and a clean win would have meant a lot. So if you're going to do a post match beat down anyway, Montez Ford with a convincing win. And if Escobar is kind of falling apart, like he can be, yes. Where the hell is Ray Mysterio? Yes. Where is my LWO backing me up like hardcore the way I need him to? So I would have preferred a clean finish here. But after the match, we do get the Street Profits beating down Escobar.
but we get a huge pop for Carlito, even though his new music was stupid. Uh, he runs down with the chair to even the odds uh, with the Prophets. Dawkins and came in hard, too, man. He did. He did. Wow. Dawkins he looked like a is, linebacker. He improved so much yes. in the past 18 months. Like, that guy, you he has grown leaps and bounds, and that's only through hard work, and I love that for him. Like, because there was so much shine on Montez Ford, and there still is and always will be because he's just a phenom. But, like, Dawkins stepping up his game and elevating the way he has, I love it. It makes yeah. me so happy. This heel turn for them has been great. Uh, it has. I, it's, I've, it's settled in. It's settling for sure. in for sure. So we get Ray checking in on everybody before he has to go take care of business with Logan Paul. Selena Vega asks if he wants backup, and Ray says that he'll be fine. And we get into this pretty deadly video. Oh pretty God, deadly yes. at the spot. Yes. Until the brawling brutes show up and blindside them with an attack. Um I like I love Pretty Deadly. I just do. They're so fun. They're so silly. Um, they did such a great job working through the injury on television. It was such a such a blast of a time. Um, glad that they're healthy now, but them continuing to do these vignettes, I think, is awesome because they're just made for them. They're just made for them. They're great. It reminded me a lot of the old school Fandango uh vignettes with um uh freaking i forgot his name now uh when they were doing like the x-files type of deal thing oh the fashion files with tyler yes breeze. yeah the fashion files with yes. tyler breeze yes yes it kind of reminds me a lot of that um that quirkiness kind of like over the top but so good it's not corny it doesn't feel corny it just feels right and then it's the, the brawling... right type of corny yes yeah. yes and then the brawling brutes just coming in beat like the way that it, it was shot it was so over the top, you know, like the way they beat their ass. And then like um, afterwards, they're just laying there like in their own filth from the water, from their feet being clean. And they're like, uh, let's just grab a pint and leave. It was just like, I loved it. I just, I, it Fun. just ended perfectly. I don't know why it didn't need anything more. It didn't need anyone jumping in and beating anyone else up. It just ended perfectly. I think they're doing good. Um, with, with that whole team because the brawling brutes are a very serious team you know they not are. to say that pretty deadly is not but brawling brutes are, we've seen them in matches where they just beat the sh you know crap out of people yes. you know what i'm saying so for us to get that mix of you know pro wrestling with the brawling brutes these these uh you know um brawlers versus you know sports entertainment two dudes who are just funny but they're great in the ring as well it was pretty it's it's dope. I love the mix. I hope they continue um with whatever they're doing to continue it down the line. 100%. We're also seeing the Brawling Brute showing up in NXT. So that's my yeah. only thing as someone that watches all three brands is they're a little bit different in the way that they like they have they just we get Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate in NXT, which is an embarrassment of riches. And we don't have Tyler Bate on the main roster. So if they want to bring that up as like a trio i would not be mad about it because the more tyler Bate on my screen the better that guy absolutely freaking rules and we are in the month of october get it on my screen <laughs> but this is a whole bunch of fun and you're right the contrast of a serious team with the silliness yeah. is a nice cut it's a nice cut in here we have some more to talk about with this john cena promo guys get in your super mm. chats and humper chats 
We're also getting a nice little Rampage rundown, which I will talk about after we talk about this John Cena promo here. Uh, he says that he he kind of puts over Roman's uh, title reign a little bit more, which he did last week really nicely, but says that he's got his own streak going of 2002 days since he's won a televised match. He says his last win came in 2018, and he's been talking a lot about retirement. He says he thinks he can still go, and that his time to turn things around is now. You can't see him. His time to turn things around <laughs> is now. And that it'll be a bad night for the next person that walks through the curtain because they're going to get smoked. And then Solo Sokoa's music hits. He comes down to the ring. He gets in the ring with Cena. They begin brawling. We get Jimmy Uso coming down for backup. And then we get a masked person. And wouldn't you know Who it? could it be? It's Jay Uso. Now, I don't have a ton of complaints about this episode, but this is one of them. Enough like masked bloodline members enough a bloodline member showing up in black enough you telling me about this trade for like six weeks if everybody's just showing up on either brand anyway that makes absolutely no sense um you got to find a better way to do this i like what they're going for here i like them sustaining the jimmy and jay rivalry this might be something that we're getting set up for um survivor series or for saudi arabia it certainly seems that way when we we're going to talk about nick aldis in a second here uh but just from this it's like you gotta find a different playbook to run to move these forward because we have just seen so many times a masked or hooded figure of the bloodline showing up and you cannot sit here and talk to me about this kevin owens trade if you're just gonna have the uso showing up on both shows anyway what's stopping Sami Zayn from coming over now maybe that's what's next in the story but oh I'm just saying, kind of feels a little redundant. But other than that, no problems with this. I like where it's going. I just wish they kind of found a different vehicle to get there. Sure, yeah. And I, you know, I first thought it was CM Punk when it was uh, when the masked person jumped. <laughs> yeah, on a random SmackDown. Uh, but no, you're right. Um, they they kind of cleaned it up a little bit though. With the whole Nick, Nick Aldis thing and backstage where he was like, you know, get him out of here. Talk about that yet? Oh no, I know. I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just. I know we haven't talked about, it, but when you said the trade thing, and I'm, uh, you know, what's crazy? Here I am finding myself defending SmackDown. I'm usually the one just, and I do this for every <laughs> show. I'm usually the one just going like, you're right. Like, why would they do this? But I'm, I'm actually thinking about it, and you know, we'll get to that segment. But yeah, I, I felt like. Maybe they're tightening up those screws a little bit. Well, let's talk about that. But let's first talk to Kylie because she's so hey. wonderful saying, hey, hope y'all are well. I'm having a fantastic night. I love hearing that you're having a fantastic Hell night. Hell yeah. I want everyone to be happy. Also, Apex, I'm going to let you say that because it's a span. It's Where Spanish. is that? Calibre. Oh, uh, what is it? Calibre. 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 See, I can say it, but it sounds bre, like it's prettier bre. when you did. You can say it. it's like brie. You say brie, bre. right? Bre. Calibre. Oh God, look at you. All right, look at me. Ladies I'm and gentlemen. So <laughs> and she's single. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Ray drops the U.S. title to Dom at Mania in a rematch. That is certainly a direction Dude. they can go. Um, Thank you, Kylie. Sorry, I, I just read a message there. Kylie, no, Kylie rules. Kylie rules, and she says she'll behave. No, you won't, and we like that about you. Sure I think Dominic's a possibility, and mm. I think Santos is a possibility. I think if you want retirement match quality match, you go with Santos. I think yeah. if you want 
story to retire on, you go Dominic and Ray. Um, which is not my favorite because I want to see, I want to see the passing of the torch moment go to Santos because I think they speak the same language a little bit more than what Dominic's value is. If that makes sense. Here's man. I don't know what they're doing with Dom, but I like that. They separated them. That to me, um, that makes me extremely happy. They've been going their own paths. Once in a while, things get brought back in. It's like, Hey, you know, with Nick Aldis and, He's like, I'm a big fan of your father. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> you know? really good. Um, and then obviously, you know, uh, everything that's happening with like with Logan, and we'll get to that as well. Um, you know, talking about his about his son and stuff like that. Wait, well, he's talking about how he reminded him of his son. Like, there's a little bit of that crossover, but they've done such a great job of not making it feel corny and overused. That yeah, my son's here. You know what I'm saying? They've kind of let him go. Agreed. I think if you are going to come back and touch on it at some point, I think you could do a, a mask versus hair match too with that. Everyone's because talking Dominic about that, has yeah. that mullet. Yeah, I think there could be some fun stuff there. So we'll see. We'll see what route they choose to go here. They've definitely got options. I'd I'd like for I like for that to be the 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 passing of the torch moment for Dom. I know that we don't like him because uh, in the beginning he was kind of corny. But at, at some point, Ray has to kind of just like, hey, take a step back. And, and I'm talking about between the dynamic of the family. I get that. Not, not, not passing a belt over to anyone or, you know, yeah, I understand like- that we want Santos there. But when it comes to the Mysterio name and Mysterio's ready to say, okay, like maybe I'll take more of a backstage role or do something else. I think like that'd be a great way to say, here, my son, take this. And they cry that in a ring and hug and love each other. Like the story that they should retire on. I just want it to be Ray and Santos because I just want to see it. Oh, of course. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I want to see Ray and I want to see Ray and Santos too. And I want to see that belt on Santos, yeah. you know, and take the US name off of it and just make it the Latin belt. I'd be great. Ooh, okay. Make it the, okay. the like do something with the Latin community. Let's represent, you know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, I'll tell you what else I like, and that's having authority figures backstage. Immediately, everything feels... You love feels... rules, ladies and gentlemen. I love rules. I love she rules. rules. And I love time limits. Look at this. Give me a nice rule book and a time limit, and I'm a happy gal. Okay? I love when there are things to play with here. And I also like when there's authority figures making authoritative decisions instead of wrestlers just being like, I've decided we have this match because <laughs> I've decided it. And Nick Aldis, I feel like already fitting in beautifully here. Yeah, big time. He's arguing with Jay. Um, I'm sorry, Nick Aldis and Jay are arguing with Adam Pierce, who walks in as Aldis is handing Jay a $10,000 fine. Pierce says it's only fair that the same is doled out to Jimmy. And Aldis calls for security to have Jay escorted. And Pierce kind of pushes back here, which is good. I'll just call for Pierce to be removed as well. So get out of my program. This is my house now. Thank you very much. But before Pierce vacates the building, uh, Pierce tells Aldis, let the games begin. So it certainly feels like we're getting branch supremacy, but maybe in a refreshing way where we have two competing authority figures and not like you have a red shirt and I have sure. a blue shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and when you say let the games begin, that means it's clobbering time. Which means CM Punk at 
Chicago and Survivor Series. That's right. You got to connect all the dots. It's happening. Uh, let's move along here. We got spooky Scottish witches back oh, as yes. much as points out. Lord. Saying our spooky women are back, y'all. Well, they if talk to me. Ever a season to have them back. I mean, my God, is this not the season for them? They've cursed the tag team titles. This is great stuff, Alex. I wish they would curse me. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even let me in the building, I guarantee you. You're so funny. Hey, can I say something real quick? No. Um, I'm got, I, I've lost... You said no, and now I, t- I forgot her name. God damn it, Katie. I can't believe you just did that to me. The ring announcer today, the special guest ring announcer... Um, she did an incredible job in the ring, the NXT ring announcer. Damn it. Oh gosh, I always forget her name too, like a big jerk. Yeah, she did such She's a great really job, great presence in the ring. Loved her tonight. Um, yeah, sorry. But I was thinking spooky witches, and then she came up in my mind too. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just if you guys don't know what goes on in here, you don't want to know. You know, what I saying? disrupted it all. Let's I keep that door closing those potions on me. That's you right. think they're gonna come back like hard body? Like they're gonna really put them over the top? I hope so. I I mean, they're so good. I'll tell you what. If you think Ooh. that you're cursed, oh. if you think that there's a spell on you that's keeping you from being able to deliver your best performance, if you want to redesign your own title belt a little bit to look a little bit different, BlueChew.com. Hello. Do you have a limp penis? A difficulty getting it erect? Boy, do I have a product for you. Bluechew.com and the code Fightful will help fix that. Bluechew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work a lot faster because it's a chewable. It's also much more affordable. Use that promo code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. One of the best parts, it's discreet. No awkward in-person doctor's visits. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door when approved by an online physician. You want to check this out. It will help you. It is a good product. It will make your sex life better. Bluechew.com, the code Fightful. Nothing wrong with my title belt. No need to get defensive about it. All right. I'm just saying, if you need it. First of all, he's always directly looking into my eyes. So I feel attacked. And then you come in here and you're like, hey, you want your winged eagle flying high? Uh, Is your 10 pounds of gold oh. not feeling like 10 pounds of gold? Oh, are you feeling deflated? Um, first of <laughs> all, I wanna I wanna um apologize to Eddie Melendez, who was new to fight for and happened to just come in right when we're talking about dick pills, which is great. <laughs> well, let's try and get Eddie's question answered here. It said new to frightful, spooky season. You can call us frightful. I don't know if you guys answered this. But do you think Punk to Survivor Series is more of a possibility since WWE increased their tickets by three thousand? Uh, no, I don't. I'll be honest. I I don't think that they reach out to Sean 
uh, unprovoked to tell people CM Punk isn't going to be there as a swerve. They're playing and us, Kate. I don't, I don't think so. And I feel bad for people in Chicago that are expecting him to be there and he's not. Um, I, I, it's wrestling. Anything's possible. Sean's always very responsible in his reporting about of that. Course, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, there's the last update we got was like, Hey, this guy's not going to be there. Um, I don't understand why WWE would take the risk on it right now. Uh, when they are selling out buildings anyway, I think sure. they opened up 3000 more tickets because I think there was demand for 3000 more tickets and yeah. that's the way to go. Here's the problem. It's, it's the, is the fact that it was the perfect storm. Um, he exits AEW. Um, they happen to be in Chicago for survivor series. We would not be talking about this. This wouldn't even be a thought if it wasn't, you know, that, that kind of stuff went down, unfortunately, you know, he would still be doing whatever he's doing in AEW, but I don't think the say, I think the sales will still be strong just because WWE is on a high right now, you know? Yes. And I think there's people that are buying tickets on the expectation. He will show up. And sure. Will not be like, and you got people like my brother who, who want to go to the show, but he's like literally waiting till the very last minute because he wants to see, you know, what tickets are going to be left over on a resale. And yeah, because yeah, a lot of the time, like these tickets are outrageous. I don't know if you've seen the tickets for Rumble, but they're <laughs> they are expensive. Yeah. Uh, who does Nick think he is throwing people out of power? Who does he think he is? CM Punk. That's also oh, CM Punk. <laughs> people power. My goodness. God. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we had Eddie Melendez saying it. Yeah, that was random dick pills. We have sponsors here that take care of us and help us. I love, uh, and oh. one of them is uh Blue Chew, which is I've listen, I've <laughs> I've talked about it with the fellas. You know, That's a little it. blue chew here and there. We're men, you know. Um have I taken any? I, I don't think I've needed it, so I haven't. Okay. Should like, I order if you did. just because we have keyword Fightful? Yeah, I'll order yeah, it. Absolutely. Should That's I take it on the air? I don't think it'll be a good <laughs> idea. We're going to say no to that. We support the product, but we're not going to give like an on-air demo. But hey, thank <laughs> hey, you guys. for supporting Fightful. Sincerely, we always love hearing when new people yes, come thank along. thank you so much. We love you. Appreciate it. We're that. rocking through our SmackDown review, but we are going to give you a quick Rampage rundown, as we tend to do. We always see the numbers spike around 11 o'clock when our Rampage viewers join. Uh, Mystico defeated Rocky Romero in a humper of a two out of three falls match. Luis says, if you are not familiar with Rocky Romero's legacy in wrestling, please acquaint yourself with Rocky Romero's legacy in wrestling. He yeah. is a huge facilitator of relationships between promotions, and he has done so much incredible work, sincerely. He's great at commentary. He's great at booking. He's bridged gaps between New Japan and promotions. He's largely yeah. involved, it sounds like, in the CMLL relationship. He is so valuable to wrestling, and not enough people are talking about it. We are Rocky Romero stands here, and he's really, really great in the ring, too. But so um, his legacy in wrestling is going to be far beyond X championship and Y tournament wins. Like he's He's a huge force in wrestling, and he doesn't get enough credit for that. Um, they aired an Eddie Kingston and Jeff Jarrett segment. Oh, good. John Silver defeating Kip She Sabian. said, oh, good. John Silver defeating Kip Sabian and Cassidy. Interesting. Interesting to see John Silver back in the picture here. 
Santana versus Ortiz next week. That Bro. feud is coming out extremely well. Claudio and Yuta defeating Brian Keith coming back around. Love to see that. And Exodus Prime as well. That's excellent. Uh, Brian Keith, hoping that that guy gets signed. He's a fantastic talent. He deserves it. Renee Paquette interviewing ex Jericho Appreciation Society members, uh, where Menard and Garcia agreed to squash their beef ahead of their challenge for the trio's titles next week. Mm. Or, I'm sorry, tomorrow. Mm hmm. And the Hung Bucks host an open challenge for the ROH six-man titles. Nice of them to remember they had it. They were answered by the Hardy Party, because why would it be ROH talent? They love to drive me insane. Uh, the dream match was revealed, so plug your ears if you don't want the spoiler. Because here it is. Andrade versus Brian Danielson for sure. tomorrow on Collision. Holy effing S. And we've got Ruby Soho defeating Sky Blue. So How does that end? Solid, uh, I don't know. Andrade's been on a 50-50 booking as of late. He has, but we've seen some interesting stuff with the rest of the stable. So I think yeah. they're either coming for him or they're coming to take him out. But we will see. Blood and guts. How the hell. Oh, that would be fun, actually. Those two with that stable, with Roosh in there. Really. That's how you build a strong Latino team, by the way. Their heels... You might have uh, was it Pran Preston Vance in there? Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe he's honorary Latino right now, but you know we'll just keep him in there. Just we always need. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, Latinos. We always need a a white dude with good credit. You know that would get us out of jail and and keep us in line. Okay, so you said it. You said um, it, not me. So yeah, so you know, I that's why we keep them around. Um, but yeah, and then oh man. That's just that's gonna be crazy. I love Andrade. I do too. He's just oh, fantastic in the sober. ring. He's also another one that's smooth. This, he's he's another one and like such an interesting combination because he's a hard hitting son of a bitch too. Sure. So out of this, that John Silverwind got him a title shot against Orange Cassidy for Battle of the Belts and uh, Ruby defeating Sky Blue. I mean, Soho and Soraya attacked Blue backstage, but Chris made the save. So maybe a tag program building out there as well. More CM Punk talk from Will saying, I blame CM <laughs> Punk because he said, I'm free after two months. I wouldn't read too much into that kind of stuff. Um, I would just assume that means his UFC dates are up. But he also got an offer from Impact. So we'll see what Bound yeah, Glory did. brings. And um, Ace Steel is uh, producing one of the matches. He's being brought in for Bound for Glory to produce one of the matches. So, well, dang. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I got a little Scooby Scoop, baby. What's Look up? Call me SRS. Um, <laughs> can I just say something real quick? If you guys, if you guys, you guys are here because you love wrestling and, and we have such a great vibing community here together. And I often think about this when I'm on, on the dying Twitter, which is like, it's literally going down the drain right now. People talk so badly about, you know, the, the brands back and forth, AEW, but AEW specifically, how can you not be a fan of a new wrestling company bringing these great new talents up or even talents that have been, because. you know, hiding in the, I know, hiding in the, in the weeds, kind of like a Rocky Romero who we know and we love because we've seen his career, oh, the best. but, but people, the hardcore, you know, WWE fans will not 
really know Rocky Because anybody that's a fan of three letters and not wrestling is doing it wrong. It's so crazy yeah. because they have the, the, I mean, we just spoke about Sky Blue. Her storyline with Sky Blue is incredible. Like, there's so many great things happening Alex, on that side. I get the... called a WWE show and an AEW show <sighs> on a weekly basis. And my favorite promotion right now is New Japan. Well, that's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand. Well, look, hey, listen, um, soon we'll be able to all watch uh nwa they're getting on the cw you know so that will be what 2.3 million a show that'll be watching just like because <laughs> stop it i'm trying to be serious because so logan to... paul is here and <laughs> more wrestling i cut it off at nwa we get logan paul saying that he is not here for ray mysterio uh but that he is here for something that he needs and that's that u.s championship yeah. He challenges him for that title at Crown Jewel. It kind of makes reference to the first match that they had and says a lot has happened since then, that Dominic's not even his kid anymore, really, and all of these things. Um, and Ray's music hits. Ray comes out and says that Paul reminds him of Dominic with his big mouth. <laughs> and says a couple of other nice things. But Paul needs some humbling and that the last time he had to kick some sense into Don. He was reluctant to do so with him being his kid, but he doesn't feel that way about beating down Logan Paul and I get it. So, this is your crown jewel match. Neither of us like Logan Paul. I have not missed this guy while he was gone. His MMA fight was a joke. Uh, I I just don't care. I, I think he's very impressive athletically. Yeah. I don't have a ton to say beyond that, but... No. Does he... The... <sighs> Is is this has to be contractually a, a match because he was at Crown Jewel last year, so this has to be a contractual match that they're just putting him in because it's part of his of his deal. Because this made no sense to me. Like why? Yeah, it got very shoehorned. Um, yeah, and there's like, already a story in motion, so I hope they don't derail it for the sake of giving him a title. But it'll be it's perfect for what it is because not a lot that happens at Crown Jewel kind of carries over anyway. Right, you're right. As oh, always. Thank you. I wish more people thought that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we move on to Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Uh, and they are facing Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes. Nice to see Cameron Grimes on television. Sure. A quick win here, though. Theory uh, gets an A-Town down and the pin for the win. Cameron Grimes had like two minutes on television and he made the most of them, though. I really hope that there's something consistent for him to sink his teeth into because he is a fantastic talent. And if you just have been watching the main roster, you have no idea what this guy is capable of at all. Not from an in-ring perspective, but from a character perspective too. Like he has such a big and wonderful personality. We just mm -hmm. haven't gotten to see it on the main. We got to see it a lot in NXT. He's great. Uh, nice to see him maximizing his minutes though. He came out with a lot of tenacity. This was, Obvious which way it was going, but this is perfectly fine to get some tag action on the show. What did you think? Same. I wasn't when when the match was even announced and, and it was over to me. It just felt like, all right, cool. We're just building up more victories for Waller and uh, and Theory right now to see where where we take them. You know, uh, other than that, and obviously some reps for uh, not that Lee and Graham need it, but some reps to you know, TV. yeah. But you you gave them some TV time, so. Not a lot to say after, you know, other than that. That's it, you know? It's true. Hey, you know what? I've got a oh. theory. Boy. Am 
my theory is proven and it's that nordvpn is the best vpn in the game all right i feel like our friend eddie is now getting hit with ads pretty hard like he sorry just eddie i'm sorry we only do two a show i promise but <laughs> we are going to tell you all about nordvpn they've invested a lot in fightful sincerely um we appreciate whenever you tell them about us because they've been so wonderful to us but let sean rossap tell you all about them there is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake than NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, you guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Uh, here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits, the online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to, to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It is true. I love me some NordVPN. I use it. Actually, I have it installed in my router right now just because I don't do anything illegal. <laughs> sure. Just because I'm Puerto Rican doesn't mean that I freaking do bad things and I carry a switchblade in my mouth, Kate. God damn. A switchblade? You and Jay White both, my friend. Yes. Buddies. So, we get Kevin Owens in a nice sit-down interview with Kathy Kelly. Nothing too groundbreaking about this, but nice to see Kevin Owens' presence on the show and a little bit more information. She asked him about the split from Sami Zayn, and he said, it didn't feel great. They've experienced pretty much everything together over the past two decades. Talks about their undisputed tag team championship. They didn't get the rematch. Um, and Kelly kind of says, you got some history with your new co-workers. And Owen says, you know, obviously there's history with the bloodline, <laughs> but he names a lot of talents who he hasn't seen yet. And he says his goal to show everybody here on Friday nights that it's the Kevin Owens show. I don't think this is the end of the road. It better not be for Sammy Owens. For Sammy Owens. For Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens. You're just creating your characters now. I am. I am. I think um I don't think it's an accident that this has been reiterated over and over again. Like I'm I'm hoping that there's a story here because if they get split up for no reason while the Usos are just showing up on both programs whenever the heck they want. That's kind of lame and inconsistent, but yeah. this is always good. Nice to see Kathy Kelly here. She's great at her job and a quick sit down with Kevin Owens never hurts. It was nice to get kind of just like a mission statement at the top of this. What did you think? It was, it was a good um, palate cleanser to lead us into the, uh, you know, women's title match there. Um, I, I think that, you want to tell that's why, why, why did they bring them in? Why did they break them up? It was just like done. And that was it. Like you didn't know. So it was cool for them to fill that gap. This is what I've been saying. I've been saying it from the get go. There's been gaps that have been being filled up. Like 
we didn't get back into it, but you know, Nick Ald is telling um them to get out of the arena, you know, and like kind of like getting that get dominance. Yeah. yeah, like get the hell out of here. Like, cool, like you know, don't come back. You're not you're barred from my arenas. This is my show. That gives you that little bit of that brand separation because you're right. What the hell are you doing here? This is not your show, you know, which was always missing. People were just showing up. Agreed. And so um, hopefully it stays that way. And then you have, you know, that uh, that happened on Raw as well. Keep it, you know, and SmackDown has just been on fire. It's the two hours. It's the two hours. It's the difference. It's a Today huge flew. Difference. It's a huge difference. And I would say most of Raw was great. Um, that Bronson Reed and Gunther's match was like Bronson unbelievable. Friggin' what a, he's wow. a man, mammoth of a human being, and in um, a good way. Like my God, he, he is so move. athletic and can move. Yeah, yeah. Twinkle Toes, man, Twinkle Toes. I wouldn't even be able to hear him if he was running behind me. He looks like that. That athletic. He is, and Gunther's title reign has just been so special. Historic. You kind of you kind of had to put you kind of have to bring in the new the new generation um, and and push them and start breaking these title reigns of people from the past, like the honky tonk man and all them. Like, you know, you kind of got to start. That's what you're doing with Roman. They've set Roman up now to be, you know, 20 years from now when we're inducting him to the Hall of Fame or whatever. Not 20. I'm sorry, like five or six years from now when he's finally settled down and doing his thing like, well, we're going to miss this guy. We're going to be like, wow, that was crazy. He only, you know, in three years, he had 10 matches. That's insane. <laughs> Little dig. I had to. I was going to say in 20 years when he still hasn't dropped the title. Yeah, but yeah. but we're going to talk about some more <laughs> title action and some women's wrestling here with EO Sky and Charlotte Flair. And a big return from Bianca Belair, which is great to see. Yeah, Will saying at least Becky is wrestling on NXT and Raw. Well, what are we doing with ROH? I'm 33, so I'm not trying to be like what happened in the 2000s with ROH, aka its best years. The women saying ROH shocking women saving wrestling. I'm not sure what that last sentence was supposed to read, but uh, there's a lot of really great women's wrestling happening on ROH. It's just not getting highlighted because it's behind the paywall. Um Athena's run as the ROH Women's Champion has been absolutely incredible. It's one of my favorite title reigns at all of wrestling. Um, and they get same deal. It's like three or four matches. It's, it's similar to NXT in that it's comparable, that there's about three or four matches. And they are starting to put together a better division and some more cohesion yeah. behind it. It's just tucked away behind a paywall, and it never makes it up to the main roster. So that's where ROH is kind of losing its stakes. The stories are getting better. There's way more consistency. It's headed in the right direction. They just don't have their champions around, so I don't know why we're paying $10 a month for it kind of thing. I, oh, I, I think the women's saving ROH, because the women's wrestling there is great. You got Trisha Dora, you got Lady Frost, Diamante, Layla Hirsch, Athena, Billy Starks. Like the, It is a stacked roster, and they get a lot of time over there. But, I think you're you're right about that. Like You know what it is? Kate, uh, eventually, you know, once they get their streaming platform down, You'll see. I, I'm I'm confident that RH will be something that they'll just include. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's very hard. WWE got millions and millions and millions of dollars from Peacock. A lot of money to be put on there. 
you know so basically they just got paid a shit ton of money to to provide content and that was it in the meantime you could also put titles on people who are going to be on the program well yeah why the hung bucks have your trios titles they don't ever work saturdays they don't work wildly frustrating in roh but women's wrestling on roh has been incredible like it's athena's run is the thing that is keeping that product afloat women of honor what was that was that am i making that up right no women of honor was a thing so uh they run that tournament a couple times right before they shut down and were bought out by tony khan yeah they had done this really great women's uh, women of honor tournament that was a lot of credit was given to maria canellis and bobby cruz for putting it together a lot of the talent that you see now thrived in that uh, Willow Nightingale, Roxanne Perez from NXT uh, yes. was Roxy, and that um, Max was in it, which is cool. Uh, Miranda Alize, some just uh, Trisha Dora had a really interesting arc in it. So a lot of the women that you see now kind of came up through that tournament, which was really really cool. Uh, and then we've seen some of that carry over. Like it's yeah. there's a lot of. Man, Thursday nights, women's wrestling in general is on Friday, but you got your impact knockouts who are always great. And then you got that ROH women's division. There's some good women's wrestling on Thursdays. Sure there is. There was some good women's wrestling tonight in this main event with EO Sky and Charlotte Flair. I really liked this match. I'm not one of those people who is like, oh, Charlotte Flair constantly no-sells and it ruins everything. There's some spots in this match where it kind of took some bite out of me because EO, well, short, is strong yes. and athletic. Super. And so when we get those no-sell spots, it kind of tampers the story a little bit. So I will say it, it does bug me in certain times like this, uh, but a really, really strong match. Some spots that I loved was EO trying for that Hurricane Rana from the apron, but Charlotte catching her into an alley Yeah. The fallaway slam into the kick out where Sky is looking for the drop kick and gets countered by the Boston Crab from Charlotte was smooth as hell. I loved that. Sky escapes rolling up from Flair, but Flair kicks out and lands a forearm. Like that was just a really clean sequence in all of this. I loved it. Um, but at the end here, we get Charlotte Flair getting back in the ring. She's looking for a spear, but runs into Sky's title as Dakota Kai distracts the referee and pins her for the win. Another and distraction. That's my only complaint here. Yeah. A lot of interference on tonight's show, but yeah. it's all interference that at least makes sense. So sure. I do appreciate that. It moved the story along. Right? Yes. And we, how many times have you and I sat here and said, can we just see EO Sky in a one on one match? I know we're yeah. getting interference, but she was constantly in like tags tag matches and it was like no she's the champion she should be the centerpiece of this so we did get that and this was a great match on television tonight and then we get bianca belair's music hitting at the end of this her running down to give charlotte flair a hand so she is back on the same side as charlotte here and she gets the kod on bailey and then helps flair up and they stand tall as we go off here i would love if we got some tag action like tag action from top stars that made those belts feel important if charlotte flair is not in the singles picture they never know what to do with her put her in a stable put her in a tag team have her do something that maximizes her value would not hate it you could have bianca and charlotte turn on each other by SummerSlam, or i'm sorry by mania you're in good shape there one of them could win elimination chamber or whatever there's a lot of options 
Jade could show up in the picture. We'll see whatever happens. But um, I am always happy to see Bianca Belair back. She's an absolute star. And this was just really refreshing. It was just a great women's wrestling match. I didn't love the interference, but for most of it, we just got to see two women kicking each other's asses, which is all I want in a main event. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's it was a good, good match. I, I The girls really put a clinic out there, man. They really had uh, had me going. The, I, I just, you know, having people around the ring, you just know it's going to happen. And I'm, I was wishing for just a, a, a fight between them two. Something after the match would have been better to happen and then have Bianca run in to help. Kind of like the same situation just happened um, beforehand. But I've seen this story far too many times with Bianca and Charlotte, so... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see now. I'm, I'm waiting for the, you know, the turn here. So and who, who turns on who, right? Like, yeah, now we're we're back under the Triple H regime. So what does it look like is going to be something sure. that's maybe a little bit different. I like it when people walk back into where they left off, though. It's a logical place to pick things back up. Yeah, but I agree with you. We're getting a, a little bit tired on that. But yeah, yeah. Bit. I mean, and it, the the problem is that when it comes to the women, they've they've they're kind of pigeonholed themselves to always be the same, the same women at the top. You know, yes. except for EO Sky, you know, I haven't seen anything crazy where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe she became Liv Morgan. That was a really bad run. Really bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was probably one of the worst ones in, in the last couple of years. She was super um, over during it because everybody yes, wanted it, but yes. they didn't do justice from no, the booking standpoint. Correct. Right. So besides that, it, out of all of EO's matches, this has been the best one. And we got it on free TV, so I'm not going to complain. No complaints there. Yeah, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. We got Will chiming back in saying, I just hate people who say women's wrestling doesn't draw. Say that to Becky segments and look at AEW's women's matches. Second sure. highest segment. The main event was great to see. Everyone's <laughs> man. Women's wrestling does draw. Um, and when it doesn't, I don't think it's because it's the fact that they're women. I think it's because of the fact that they're getting very limited screen time and trash creative. Right over and over right. and over again um right. and no time on screen so right. to say that any gender is the reason why a wrestling type wouldn't draw is downright silly to me i'll never understand it because man women's wrestling right now on fire it's not especially when you have a three-hour show it's not hard to put you know a couple women yeah. on there it's just you know two weeks two weeks and every single one was on you know um with a compelling program for Saudi Arabia too, like Rhea, AEW as well has been AW kind of well. ste finally Sheena. stepping it up. Yeah, love to see it. We got a chat here from Jasmine saying, "I think Charlotte's current gimmick is chasing fifteen, failing, and Bianca winning another championship, and Charlotte becoming jealous of that and turning on Bianca." I don't mm. hate that at all. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. That numbers game is always going to be out there for Charlotte. I think that's a fun way to get there. It's a logical way to get there. It's a way to get there that doesn't require anybody to win Royal Rumble, which I like because I feel like Becky being the two-time Rumble gal could be a really fun way to set up her and Rhea. Sure. Um, I'll take that. I'm not mad about that. And there's that also a big gap. I've seen this on, on the on the Twitter where the kids like to hang out and talk and congregate. Um, you know, the Jade talk. Jade's very, very far from being in any type of these matches. She is, I mean, she hasn't even stepped foot into a ring yet um i know a lot of people are like you know wishing like she tweeted out the little eye emoji as soon as bianca hit the ring on on twitter so i'm like 
I'm like, I, I try to talk to people who don't listen, um, that she is not close. Like, the, you can't just throw her in right now. The WWE system is so different. I do see her showing up at Rumble, though, as one of the participants. You know, just kind of like, that'll be fun. But outside of that, I think we're, like, really far apart from After seeing Bianca and, and or Charlotte or Becky or anyone of that caliber with Jade. Well, I think ring. we're getting her and Becky, but I think it's for that NXT title. Okay, right, okay, yes, yeah, right yeah. down at NXT. I think that's more her speed right now. I think so. Let her get her feet wet a little yes, bit. Yeah. Um, I think you've already said we're getting Rhea and Becky, basically, right? They've been saying that essentially for months. Oh, yeah, so yeah. That is stowed away. You could do something interesting with with Jade and Charlotte for sure, but or Jade and Bianca. Maybe they make that a triple threat if they wanted, but I'm with you in that I think the move is have her have that NXT title, have her show up at Royal Rumble with that NXT title, Beautiful. have yeah. her doing something awesome that weekend, maybe drop it then, and then come up for SummerSlam or something. I do think when you have ESPN and Sports Illustrated behind her and you bring her in this profile, like you can't just have her working lower to mid-card on the main roster, yep. but you can have, it, have her working top of the card in NXT yes. and then moving up to top of the card in WWE when she's when she's cooked. She's ready really? to go. Cook her up. Give me some jade. Hell yeah. Get that that star presence on here, but we thank you for your star presence on here, Alex Cardoza. That is our <sighs> show for SmackDown, guys. We have so much happening, all right? We had Battle of the Belts going on. We've had uh, Collision going on. We've got Bound for Glory going on this weekend. So much happening in wrestling world. Word. Alex, where can the good people find you? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on the little Twitter thing that this thing has right here in the lower third. Um, yeah, on the X. I don't call it X, never will. Um, you can find me on threads at Alexis Cardoza, which will also is the same thing as Instagram. So you can find me on there. Threads is picking up, man. My timeline on threads has gone crazy. I think people are finally starting to make the move over, and there's a lot of value happening over there. Um, and then last but not least, uh, the my Christmas films on rap project is finally coming along really well with 66 days left till Christmas. We're going to do a couple oh fun episodes to, uh, you know, um, I got Alex Pulaski already nice. um, booked on that on that show. And then I got a couple great other people. Hopefully, I know Kate's very busy, but hopefully I'll get Kate as there as well. Not so much anymore, but... Yeah, well, we don't talk about <laughs> personal life on here. We talk about, you know, kayfabe. <laughs> um, she's so busy. Uh, <laughs> I, I still am, actually, but yes. Yeah, so uh, so that's going really well, and I hope you guys come on that journey with me. I love everything Christmas, and I feel like it keeps a piece of my childhood still alive somehow, as old nice. as I'm getting. Oh. You can oh, find man. me at Miss Kate Fape on Twitter. You can subscribe to my new my new tube. Whoa, man! This is not the YouTube. show. Uh, I thought you said new, new tube. I'm like, no, hey, no, the hell. No. I wouldn't be giving that away for free. I'd be on OnlyFans. My new YouTube channel, which has over 500 subscribers already, because you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, I've got a lot of fun content that's going to be coming up there. Right now, I'm just doing a weekly recap show, but we're going to be doing some extremely fun and, dare I say, downright silly stuff in the near future. So silly. please stay tuned for that. We're going to have some wrestling talent on. I'm going to make my sister do prediction shows, even though she doesn't watch wrestling, because 
she talks at me like she does and it's hilarious we got a lot of fun stuff going on there so youtube.com at miss kate fabe you can find me there this week i got to talk all about royal quest 3 will osprey and zach saber jr was a masterpiece we talked to danielson and christian cage and how the fundamentals of wrestling are the greatest thing in wrestling ever uh that bronson reed and gunther match and all the momentum that women's wrestling has this week as well so less than an hour i'm always going to try to keep them to less than an hour but it's just me talking at you about my favorite highlights of the week so head over I love it. and subscribe go subscribe to kate right now if you're not subscribed to kate i will show up at your house and i will yell very loudly oh my god that was like a very aggressive threat and very you don't, very want, you don't want that but guys, have a wonderful and safe wrestling weekend. Stay tuned to Fightful for more content for Bound for Glory, Collision, Battle of the Belts. I'll be on Select with Alex Pulaski as well. Um, so you can catch us there for that. But have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. We're out of here. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.